Many Kentucky businesses are allowed to reopen on May 11th. We'll talk about which ones, why, and whether we'll be going to them right off the bat. Also, it's just about the first Saturday in May this weekend. We're talking about missing the Kentucky Derby. Will people be wearing seersucker suits and pastel dresses come September? I couldn't tell you. Stick around. for joining us. My name is David Mann, and joining me today is Brooke Timmons. Howdy. And Marty Finley. How's it going? Access Louisville is a weekly podcast from Louisville Business First. Each week, we bring you the latest news and the sharpest opinions on the city we love, Louisville, Kentucky. But before we do that, I'm going to start this show the way I always do, with a difficult question for our panel. So guys, I mentioned in the intro that this is traditionally Kentucky Derby weekend. But of course, the city is quiet this year because of the COVID-19 outbreaks. So my question to you guys is, what's your favorite Kentucky Derby memory? And Brooke, I'm going to start with you on this one. So I have a lot of favorite Derby memories. Um, I just, I really enjoy the season. It's just, it's it's so bright and cheerful. Usually, well, this, I mean... It's still it's cheerful. the last it's two still years, bright. but still, it's, yeah, it's there's just like bright. something about just like the whole like heritage and like just this like huge thing for our city and our state mm-hmm. to be proud of um, and just mm-hmm. to like show off. Um, so, but if I had to pick one, um, one year, so we, you know, at here at Business First, we cover um, the Kentucky Derby. We go down to the racetrack. We, we cover lots of the events. Um, and it's just, it's a really long day, but fun. It's like hard work, but you know, stuff to enjoy Uh too. Um, but I got some really cool exclusive access one year, um, to a really cool area at at Churchill Downs where there's several celebrities Mm -hmm. and I got to, to watch several NFL players, um, Tom Brady included, uh, sing it's a great day to be alive with Travis Tritt. Um, <laughs> it was just playing over the speakers and they all just started singing it, um, with him. And it was the coolest thing I've ever seen. Like, yeah. I mean, just like seeing like the artist sing, like have his song being played over the speaker and him singing it, you know, um, yeah. is, is kind of cool too. But to see all these other people kind of uh, gather around in this big group and sing it with him, that was, that was pretty cool. Including so, Tom um, Brady. So that, that is Including cool. Tom Brady. What, yeah. what, do you remember any other NFL players that were there with him? I know a lot of the Patriots are frequent um, visitors. Mm, there was um what's that uh, Denver Broncos player that um is pretty popular I can't remember um mm, oh you're sports I'm... balling me um <laughs> <laughs> I don't um, I don't know either. I know I know Aaron Rodgers was out there <laughs> and Randall Cobb but I don't know if they were in that group singing oh, with okay. him um I know so. Gronk is uh has been a you know he's come a lot Gronk uh, I think might have been in that group too yeah um, and then um Wes Welker used to show up a lot, I think. Am Wes I wrong Welker about that? is he the Denver Broncos one? I think he's, he's, a, the one he's I'm a receiver. I don't know. Does he play for the Broncos now? I think he played for the Patriots and the Broncos. If I remember okay. correctly. Yeah. That's probably, That's what I was probably thinking. I was thinking of Wes Welker. I'm pretty sure yeah. he yeah. was there too. Yeah. Yeah. He's retired now, right? 
I think so. See yeah. by now. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Ask the NFL. Yeah. Like I'm right here. I know everything about it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Touchdown, um, sports ball. So, uh, who yep. led the league in rushing yards last year? No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's a Wouldn't good one. You, would you just like fall out of your chair if I just if you just like spouted like... off like the top five? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, where were you at? Was it at the turf club? Um, it was the turf terrace. Turf um, terrace, gotcha. And it's just like just a it's a terrace with a bunch of tables. Um, and right outside the turf club and. Um, oh, also, um, I passed Dirk's ben- Bentley um, when I was walking to the terrace, and he said hi to me, he, like just like a normal. And he was just like a normal person, and he saw this girl walking by, and he said hi, and I like nothing came out, just like <laughs> dust. Like I squeaked. I, 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 there was no hi. There was nothing. Just a squeak came out. Um, so that was that was pretty funny. funny. It's like so I'm never going to so say bad. hi to anyone ever again. <laughs> it's yeah. like that girl made me feel weird. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Like, what's wrong with her? <laughs> you went home and thought about it the rest of the day. Yep. What's wrong yes, with I'm me? Sure. I'm that sure girl didn't thought, say like, hi to me. He's gonna be. He's gonna be on. You know, some sort of podcast, and they're gonna ask him his favorite derby memory. <laughs> he's obviously <laughs> gonna talk about that time the girl squeaked yes. at him. <laughs> he wrote an, That's fun. He wrote an entire album about it. Yes. <laughs> forthcoming album um marty how about you you've you've got some good ones too um yeah i'm gonna tweak this a little bit because i'm i'm gonna go more less of a favorite and more just surreal moment Mm -hmm. um and that was last year so we were covering the actual race you know obviously it's over in two minutes you use everything is pretty smooth Last year was the exact opposite of that because they had, you know, claims of cheating. There was like a 25 minute delay so they could review the oh, tape. Oh, right, right. Oh, yeah. And so it was yeah. this it was crazy. Yeah. So I don't even know if, <laughs> if either, you were still, you were still there. I don't, I know David was, and I'm not sure about Brooke. But Brooke so I'm sitting there. Yeah. Yeah, I'm always there. <laughs> you probably, yeah. <laughs> she stays. I just can't remember. I'm like, I'm anyway, in the traffic. See ya. <laughs> but uh, anyway, go on. Yeah. So we were, we were sitting there in the media center kind of waiting and waiting. A lot of people put out that maximum security had won the race, you know, both locally and nationally, but we didn't. And mm-hmm. so I remember talking to Lisa and she's like, we got to get something out. I'm like, no, we need to wait and see what happens. Cause I don't want to be wrong after a track and immediately uh, like everybody else did that had reported it. So, but the, probably the part that made it most real for one thing, you were, we were kind of taking part in history because this is, was pretty unprecedented at the time. Uh, but then when the, actual decision was overturned you heard 160,000 160,000 plus people say at the same time what you know so everyone <laughs> yeah, just had this collective like what is going on <laughs> Everyone's yelling and screaming and it was the craziest thing i've ever experienced this the entire place just erupts at one what made kind of it unison. even worse was matt bevin went right out that right now out there right after that and gave a speech and everyone was screaming. <laughs> yeah, it was a, it was a, not my favorite memory, but it was probably the craziest one uh, to date. So I bet was, it was. Yeah, I bet it was. It was so Remember weird. when we thought last year, this is historic and totally crazy. <laughs> and now look at where we yeah, are. Yeah, I know. And now here we <laughs> well, are. Well, yeah, they're like 2020 is like hold my beer. Oaks Day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. 2020 is like, I can outdo 20, you know, 2019. <laughs> Just give me some, give yeah. me a chance. Yeah, so, yeah for that real. Probably you know, everybody. Go on. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut I, you off. I guess to answer your actual question, uh, mine also involves football. 
Uh, I'm a I'm not a Denver Broncos fan, but I really like Von Miller, who's one of their best players. And uh, oh, yeah, yeah, Ron and I think it was Ron Bath, our former photographer, freelances for us uh, during the Derby. Uh, we just found him sitting at a table in the turf club. They were getting ready to gamble him and some of his buddies, and so we just walked up and said, "Can we chat with you and get your photo?" And so he hemmed it up for the camera, and then he asked me who she should vote gamble on. I'm like. You're asking the wrong dude, man. I'm not the one to ask. <laughs> but it was really cool. He's really down to earth, really chill guy. So it was a it was a cool experience. Yeah, I was gonna say I've seen him on because I cover the red carpets at, at yeah. Churchill Downs and then at some other several other events. And I've seen him, and he just is like super kind and just very down to earth. Yeah, oh, I was shocked because nice. he's a he's a major defensive player in the NFL, fairly well known and but very down and to very earth. Very well dressed. He always comes out. I think yes. last year he was wearing a, a really cool plaid suit. Yeah, he, he has a very good he can pull off the hat too, the Yes, you know, the Derby yes. hat. So yeah. Yeah. Um I'm so bad with celebrities that I never know when one's around. And there was this joke that I could be like with Leonardo DiCaprio and be like, <laughs> What's your name? How do you spell DiCaprio? Like, uh, I, I think I traveled around with a reporter. The year we ended up on the turf terrace, I was with someone. I can't remember who it was. Um, and uh, and I would just, like, whisper, that's so-and-so, so that they would know who it yeah, was. Yeah, like, they just yeah. take me around. I'm, I'm like the behind-the-scenes producer. Like, go talk to yeah. them. That's so-and-so. Yeah. That's um, – I was in the uh, – we last year, me and Haley were in down in the tunnel where the horses uh, walk from the barns to the track. And, mm -hmm. uh, and Haley was like, we were just kind of standing there, like getting photos or whatever, tweeting stuff. And then all of a sudden, uh, Dale Earnhardt comes out cause he does uh, coverage for NBC sports and, mm -hmm. uh, and is getting ready to do a broadcast. And, and, uh, Haley looks at me and she goes, that's Dale Earnhardt. And like, otherwise I wouldn't even know that that was Dale Earnhardt. That's hilarious. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. And I was like, and, and then I like took a picture of it and I was like, you know, tweeting, Hey, look, I'm with Dale Earnhardt. Uh, but, uh, anyway, my favorite Derby memory, I would say, um, kind of in the same vein as you guys, uh, I was, um, I think we were, we were kind of headed towards the turf club. We had not got there yet. And, uh, it was me and I think Chris Fryer, our current photographer, uh, and, uh, the, the crew from, from Spectrum News, uh, was there with us too. And, uh, all of a sudden, uh, Chris Mack walks out of uh of the turf club and uh and hits the atm and he had just been named coach at, at, uh, at uofl and mm -hmm. uh and he was really cool we like uh we, we were immediately saw him we were just like hey that's chris mack can we interview him and like um then we had a tour guide with us kind of making sure we didn't get in trouble um yeah. <laughs> he like he stopped uh chris mack and and uh you know it was his first derby and he was really courteous to all of us uh, you know, sat there, did an interview with us and, you know, ask us who we should bet on and that sort of thing. So, uh, you know, that was, that was cool to meet him. Right. Uh, he had just become U of L coach and, uh, hadn't coached a game there yet. Uh, and it was cool to, um, just, you know, that he was down to earth and, and let us chat him up for a few minutes when he was just trying to hit the ATM. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And that's the really way people like, are. <laughs> that's the way people are. Like, they're just so kind. Like, you know, we yep. get some, some access to some of those more exclusive areas, um, to kind of see, you know, how a lot of our, our business sources are, are celebrating the day. And yeah. they're always so kind. I remember, um, I was in the, um, jockey club suites, uh, with going around with our former photographer, uh, William DeShazer 
And I, cause I was pointing out people, Oh, here's this business leader that we need to shoot. And Dr. Mark Lynn just like welcomed us into his family suite and was just so oh, kind nice. and yeah. so welcoming, um, here, you know, showing us around, let's go. Oh yeah. Grab a picture. Here's me. You know, my wife. Yeah. I was just yeah. so kind. We used to go up to the, uh, the jockey clubs and like hang out there and just like find business people to interview. Yeah. But I don't think they let oh, us yeah. do that anymore. I think they got no, sick of us doing that. It's, yeah, the the turf terrace has been the media's barred from it now, and so yeah, I think Jockey Club Suites is a little bit more exclusive than it used to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I think well, a, I, they I they there, used to let us just wander in a there. Source, uh, in the Jockey Club, and she was like, "Oh, um, yeah, over there, several senators, the governor of Virginia's in this suite." And I'm like, "What? Like this is crazy! <laughs> like there's yeah. so many people that come that you have no idea that are there." especially if you're watching from home and you know, you're seeing the celebrities that walk the red carpet and stuff like that. But just finding out that like, you know, several governors, senators from, yeah. you know, all these different States are there. And didn't we hear a rumor cool. Donald Trump was going to come last year? Yeah. The, yeah, last year, the year before. Yeah. yeah. It didn't happen. It didn't happen. Didn't and s- we were like, can you imagine the traffic? Like it's oh, already yeah. bad. And then you it's shut it all down bad. for yeah. Donald Trump to come through. We got to- <laughs> So, my highlight of last year was getting uh, Tony Melito in the first club. <laughs> Dealer for the people. <laughs> Dealer for the people. He was there. indeed. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I guess like Trump showed up at the Daytona 500, right? Wasn't it recently that he did that? I think so, yeah. So he, you know, I mean, the presidents show up at sporting events sometimes. And I guess they, they just make the traffic work, but... Uh, um, but it would be wild if that were to happen. I Any mean, president, also, I guess Trump it is already bad. So yeah, you know. <laughs> like, why not? And maybe they could. I don't know. I mean, it seems like they could chop her in a lot of the way or something. So yeah. Um, of course, I don't know what the security's like. But anyway, um, I'll move us on a little bit. We'll still talk about Derby um, instead of uh, you know news topic. We'll just talk about our predictions for derby uh and whether or not that's going to happen in september marty i know you got to be careful here about speculating because you're going to be the one covering this for us so just say whatever yes. you're comfortable with but All um right. um you know what brooke i'll ask you and i'll give you my thoughts i mean do you think the kentucky derby is going to happen in september you know i go back and forth i think the want in me really 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 wants it to happen just for yeah. just you know historical say i mean just like for everything for our for our economy for for every purpose but i just really wonder you know and maybe it'll happen at a limited capacity i i don't know like i don't know how it looks you know um i I would love to be in the war room listening to them discuss you know concepts and ideas for making it happen Um, we uh i think we asked to be in the war room but uh we hadn't heard back on that one yet (laughs) um uh, i did i I did actually ask that I remember you asking about it. Um, uh, I think it will happen in a limited capacity uh, because a 150 year streak is just not something you it, that that you, you can just like throw away. And the derby's been going on about that long. So even if it right. isn't a crowd, which won't be good for our economy, obviously it's not going to have the same impact. Even moving it back, it's not, it's not going to have the same economic impact. I still think right. the the horses run around the track in some capacity. Right. Um, well, and I think opening up, you know, the spring meet 
uh, moving forward with that shows just the intention of like really trying to strongly make it happen in September. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, yeah, we reported earlier Mm -hmm. today uh, that the spring meet starts on May 16th. Um, So that's coming back. Horse racing is coming back. Um, you know, that is not my sport of choice, but I'll take it in these uh, <laughs> dire times. <laughs> you know. Uh so the impact, um economic impact I referenced, you know, how substantial do you think that is? Marty, I'll lean on you for this because I know you've covered a lot of the economic impact stuff, but yeah, even with a smaller so, crowd, it's gonna it's gonna be huge economic well, you know, hit for us. Yeah, see, so the May Derby it typically produces about over 400 million in economic impact for the community. Um, as I understand it, that's not including what it does for Churchill Downs and their revenues and, um, you know, ticket sales, drinks, food, sweet sales, all of that stuff. So um, what we're hearing, we don't have a hard number yet, but uh, even if it goes off in September, even at full capacity, I think most people are expecting it uh, to have less of an economic impact than it would have in May. Like I said, I don't mm-hmm. know what that number is going to look like, but it probably won't be 400 million. Um, but the, you know, the question remains is, can you do that? Even if it's 120 or 40,000, um, is that going to be acceptable at that time? Or will you have to um, cut that, cut that in half, cut that in a third or four? Yeah. Uh, who knows? Um, I do know what, uh, Carstan- Bill Carstanger, the CEO of Churchill Downs Incorporated, uh, said during their earnings call yesterday is that whatever the protocols are, the max, that's where we're going to be at. So yeah, yeah, whatever we can do at the maximum capacity, that's what we're gonna. If the governor the says you can at. have twenty thousand, that's what they're gonna have. Yeah, whatever <laughs> the know. max is, that's what they're gonna let in. So, but yeah. we don't know, and it's probably gonna be a few more months before we have a feel for what that's gonna look I like. I just can't but, imagine that happening. Twenty thousand people, even, and how much is the derby usually? Was it a hundred? It's usually anywhere many? from a hundred. It's usually a hundred between one hundred and fifty and one hundred and seventy. Um, yeah, I so think I one year they, don't see that happen. Yeah, yeah, one year it broke. It was over 170. I think it might have been 2015, but um, but it's typically more in that 150 to 160 range, which is a lot of people. So yeah, uh, you know, will that be possible? Probably not. But I'm like you, the derby will happen in some capacity. It may not be the economic windfall it usually is, but it's it'll happen in some shape or yeah. form. I think. Yeah. Right. Um, so earlier this week, the governor said horse racing can come back, uh, but no fans in attendance. It's just, um, just the the horses and the you know the the handlers and the jockeys and you know mm-hmm. uh, essential officials basically uh, that are running it, which is you know something. I, you know, I know a lot of people probably think that's you know small potatoes, but the fact that any sport yeah. is coming back, I'm happy about. Yeah. Like, yeah, same. it just makes me feel normal again to see something like that. Even though I'm still a little worried about yeah. crowd sizes and stuff, um, you know, I, I think it's cool that that those sports are coming back. And it, um, we'll get to this later, but there's been some baseball and basketball talk too. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as the uh, cover story this week, we focused on Derby Brooke. Um, you know, again, Brooke's our designer. She kind of. Uh, shepherds a lot of our derby packages. Me and Marty are both took part in this one, but I'll let you kind of describe what we did on our cover this week to commemorate this derby weekend. Right. So um, we tried to have a, a little bit of fun on the opening page um, for Haley Coffin, who is um, a regular here on the podcast. 
um, put together um, five ways that you can celebrate um, this Derby weekend. Um, so that's kind of a cool thing. You know, some different shops uh, locally are offering Derby packages that you can kind of get a, a hat and a drink and mm-hmm. some stuff like that. Um, some other restaurants that are offering um, Derby themed you know, food packages that you can get. Um, and, you know, obviously, um, talking about how NBC is going to run that virtual race on, um, on Saturday, we talked about that. So kind of some, some fun stuff with that. Um, Mm -hmm. and then we also did a, we have a new series on the web called, and in our paper called dealing with disruption. And so we did a derby theme of our dealing with disruption and we talked to Kevin Flannery at Churchill Downs, and we talked to, um, gosh, who else? Who did Derby you, Museum? Who did you did, yeah, we did the Derby Museum. Um, David talked to a limo operator. Mm-hmm. Um, we talked to Derby. a hat maker. Yeah, yeah. The, Derby also Festival. talked to the Derby Festival. Yeah, yeah. Matt Gibson. So, um, so yeah, just about how derby and you know the the postponement has is affecting all of these different um industry or areas um and yeah. people so um yeah so i think it's a really cool read um i really like how we uh kind of packaged it on the front page as the designer just want to talk about the design for a second <laughs> um we uh we kind of found like a retro tv and uh chris fryer and i worked together to make an illustration of uh, the derby race kind of looking like disrupted on um the tv and when we were talking about it on the phone, just about like making it come together, I was like, you know, like make it, let, let's make it kind of snowy, you know, like, like the, mm-hmm. the race is being disrupted. And he was like, yeah, he was like, I mean, I guess our audience is going to get that because they know what it, what it was like to have, you know, a TV that would be snowy. And um, he was like, you know, kids today oh, yeah. couldn't understand that. Kids are like, why is the screen all distorted? <laughs> yeah. Why is the screen distorted? But I don't, I don't think kids uh, are necessarily our audience. So I think that our audience yeah. will resonate with the illustration we came up with. But with old old um, TV with static on it, yeah, yeah, old um, TV with static. So, um, yeah. So yeah, I I had uh, fun talking to the limo um, operator. She her name's Carrie Fieldhouse. She operates. Uh, Pegasus transportation and she you know she was optimistic uh you know obviously derby's a big part of her business she was optimistic that derby would happen in september and she'd be able to recoup some of what is lost here like i said i think it'll happen but the fact that bourbon and beyond and louder than life and september concerts were canceled forecastles canceled comic cons canceled like all these big summer events and i know september's a little removed from summer but yeah. um, I think this Derby Day would technically be summer because it fall doesn't start until like late September. Do you um, think that that they would possibly push it back to like November? I don't like, know because like that, they're talking about the second wave of COVID nineteen, and it's like I feel like the sweet spot for having anything is going to be September, July, or August. Maybe you know September, like. That's like the time when we kind of chill out from the first wave and then, you know, yeah. there's going to be a second wave. I'm hoping that we know how to deal with it now. It's not going to be as bad. You know, right. Dr. Fauci had some good information the other day. I, I bet you guys saw about, you know, some new treatment that that's very effective. So, right, like, yeah. I'm hoping, like, we'll have a second wave. I think that's inevitable, but it's I'm hoping we it's, it's not near as bad because we know how to social distance. We know how to shut things down. 
we know how this is going to work. We know these treatments. We have tests. Like, I think, like, that is going to be a better shutdown, you know, if we get to mm-hmm. that. But, but, man, I mean, that's just been speculating. I know. I haven't talked to any experts. I know as much as anybody who's watching the news, you know. <laughs> yeah. I try not to be too glued to it, you know. Um, oh, I do, too. I, I've had to take a break from the depressing. news just for my own sanity, just to kind of, yeah. like, you know, not pretend like it's not happening, but just kind of take a step back. Like and, tune it off. Yeah. Yeah. To, you know, tune it out in the evenings and stuff like that. Cause you know, I work for a, a news organization yeah. so during the day. I'm very <laughs> plugged in, yes. but like at night I just kind of have to pull, pull back and just look, look yeah. at the funny memes and kind of just kind watch of Netflix. Yeah, yeah. watch yeah. Netflix. Yeah. Decompress. Far afield here, but you know, when this thing first started happening, I had to turn off my um, news alerts from Apple News and uh, and Courier Journal, unfortunately, Um, because and I think DRB, you know, like whatever apps I had on my phone and uh, hat tip, I have all those apps Um, (laughs) because like I would I would work on this stuff all day. I'd post stories about it all day. And then I would try and decompress at the end of the day and I would get news alerts of some yep. coronavirus is at the door and he's asking for you and he has a knife. And I'd be like, uh, <laughs> ah, <you know? laughs> he has cookies. <laughs> he has cookies. <laughs> like, you know, I was just like, every t- headline just kept getting more and more terrifying. Yeah, yeah. I was just like, I okay, know, stop, I know. stop. I get it. We're scared. We're scared. <laughs> so, <laughs> So I was just, that like I had to turn them off and I still hadn't turned them back on, although I'm kind of feel like I got a balance now of of paying attention to the news, but not always paying attention to the news. Um, mm-hmm. So I do uh, I tune into the governor a couple times a week, probably mm-hmm. I tune into the president um, when he's got something big to say. I don't watch every press conference he does, but. You know, yeah. when he did the national rollout, I sat there and watched that press conference. Yeah, and, I watched that. you know, just to see what he was, you know, going to say. So I try and tune I into it. I usually turn into Andy, too. Yeah. Yeah. And then, like, uh, YouTube's been pretty cool. Um, they have a little COVID-19 section on their homepage. And if you go there, you know, there's like, you know, three, four stories. You can, you can get kind of a national digest on it. So um so anyway yeah like i said we're getting far afield we're definitely way off the derby topic at this point but uh <laughs> i'll rein us back in and, and get a little more local here move on to just what's going to be reopening i referenced this earlier but there are some businesses reopening now which i think is good news for a lot of people um marty you covered this the other day andy but she <laughs> announced it um so what, give me some key dates like what's coming back and when yeah, so May 11th, you already mentioned, horse racing is coming back with no fans. Uh, construction, manufacturing will be coming back, probably in a limited capacity. Uh, professional services, which is lawyers, accountants, accountants. architects, engineers, those kinds of jobs. Uh, they can come back. Well, car dealers and boat dealers. <laughs> uh, that was actual vessel dealerships, but I, I said uh, motor vehicle. Motor vehicle and boat is basically what it is. Um <laughs> Yeah, I don't know of any other vessels. And then, and then, um, uh, I believe if I'm, pet grooming is also coming back. That's um, all May, uh, May eleven. May so 11th. people who are so, angry about not getting their haircut, your dog can get a haircut, and you can. Yeah. So there was actually that. people talking about. There was people talking about that on Twitter that my dog can get a haircut before I can. So I mean, I um, guess you could go to a pet groomer. Like, you can go to a pet tail groomer. Too poofy. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Um, sure, you so, get a yes. funk around the ears. 
so that's the, the the basis of the first phase uh, or the first step of the first phase. Um, and then it will kind of gradually go from there. So May 20th, you're looking at uh, retail coming back in a limited capacity, that non-essential retail. And then, mm-hmm. um, you know, places of worship, churches, mosques, what and other religious facilities can start having in-person services again. But he's asking it to be at a scaled down version. So don't bring all your members back at once. You know, yeah, or yeah. Maybe yeah. you could do two or three services and say the small group yeah, space for one, the small group, yeah, space people, something out. like that. Maybe that's one thing you could do. So that's May twentieth, and then the May twenty fifth, which is actually Memorial Day. Uh, that's you're going to be looking at um, social gatherings of ten or less. So we've not. Been so we can to get meet. together in gatherings of ten or less if everything goes well. So yeah, well. if you want to get together with some friends, drink beer, and cook out on Memorial Day, you'll probably be okay as long as you social distance. Um, uh, at that point, and, yeah. and then, and I think and, you got to wear a mask, like, yes, have to drink beer public, out of the straw. Yeah. That's okay. <laughs> yeah, cut a hole in your mask. It's fine. It, it's fine. No, nah, just you can just wear the straw irrelevant. there. Trust yeah. me, I've already um, tried it. No, I'm just kidding. Irrelevant. I have not tried. Um, so yeah, and then uh, cosmetology services, barbershops, salons. There'll be the other part of uh, May 25th, and that's really all we know at this point. Uh, we have heard. Those from, are going to be some uh, hard working folk. When they come yes. back, they are. Um, yeah, I saw someone. Someone on Twitter of... said, "As a has a salon, and she said one of her clients called before the press conference was over, wanting to schedule an appointment. So um, it was pretty fast when they got hit up. But um, <laughs> oh, uh, man, that's crazy. But pro- probably as interesting as what's opening is what is not opening. Uh, so uh, Bashir gave us kind of a rundown of some major um, uh, generators of traffic." That won't be opening. Youth sports is one that he said probably will be June, maybe even later on that. Uh, restaurants mm-hmm. won't be opening. In-person dining uh, in May, unless something changes. Uh, movie theaters, uh, campgrounds, stuff like that. Those are all going to be in at least phase two, uh, which it's now looking like phase two is probably going to push into June uh, based on mm-hmm. how this is this is uh, phasing in. So uh, I know the I, mean, I think we have a story today from Haley that you know, talk to some restaurant owners about their feelings and not being in phase one. But yeah, uh, yeah. another big one and my wife actually works in this industry is daycares. Uh, so that's going to be one of the, probably the last phases because uh, uh, the governor said it's basically impossible to social distance in a daycare. So, right. Yeah. Uh, and I, he said, I know that sucks because people have kids and they need to go back to the office and they don't have childcare, but we just got to, we've got to, wait on that so uh but those are the big ones that we're still kind of waiting to hear when they can return uh is you know restaurants mm-hmm. being a big one so yeah and i know the daycare is hard for a lot of people because they might have to go back to work but their kid can't go to daycare i understand yep. the frustration there um and the that's why you know he uh go on. andy said put he put out 10 rules i won't go through all of them uh but you know the first two rules in his kind of phasing back in is you know, if, if someone can telework, I mean, it's hard that you can't really telework in daycare, but, uh, there's some yeah. jobs you can still do the telework. You do that if you can, and then phase in your return. So don't bring all your employees back to the office immediately. Mm-hmm. Uh, let some of them, let some of them work from home for a while. So hopefully there'll be some, for those who don't have childcare, maybe there'll be some flexibility for them. And, um, mask. Um, I think this is a big one. You have to wear a mask if you're if you're in in public. Yes. Um, so all these retail businesses, you have to wear a mask. It's not like you can just, yep. you know, we're not just going back to old time. We're going to be wearing masks for probably a year 
<laughs> until right. these uh, things come out. The masks aren't so bad. I got a sweet U of L uh, mask. Uh, I know I have one with pineapples on it. <laughs> yeah. I, My wife has uh, a, several very cute ones. So uh, <laughs> I have a bat a Batman mask. So <laughs> yeah, you put that on Twitter or something. I remember seeing. I thought that looked cool. Um, My so, wife's you know, making. She's making them for new accessory. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, we've got several cool ones, uh, and then I'm thinking about buying a couple because. My my wife works in that essential business. She has to wear them, and uh, and you know she gave me one in case I need it, which I don't because I don't leave the house that often. But um, <clears throat> but I'm probably going to need it once things start opening up a little bit. Right. Yeah. Uh, and as far as the restaurants, you mentioned the restaurants. I'll give like a little preview of Haley's story. Um, yeah, a couple restaurants. One that she talked to Luvino. Uh, they really wanted to see things open up um, pretty soon. Uh, they were they were sad that Bashir didn't include them in the first round. Uh, but then another one she talked to, which is uh, High Cotton Hospitality. They own Bar Betty, Royals, Hot Chicken, um, Feast. Feast. I was like, what else is Ron Rogers on? Um, Ron Rogers said, uh, you know, safety first. Uh, you know, he wants the his customers and employees to be safe. So if the governor don't feel like now's the time, then now's not the time. So, mm-hmm. uh, so a couple different opinions in that one. Uh, it's a good read if you guys want to check it out. Um, and uh, let's see, are you guys going to go back to retail and stuff once it opens? I think we've kind of had this conversation before. I'm probably I mean, not. I have asthma. I'm, I'm like, yeah, I'm staying out, you know, like, I'm, like gonna turns stay back out <laughs> one of my favorite things to do, uh, who knew was going to non-essential businesses, but, um, <laughs> yeah. uh, like I can't wait to go back to home goods and just like buy a pillow I don't need. Um, and <laughs> I, uh, but I think I'm going to be like really cautious about it. Like it's not, I am not going to be at the door, like knocking on it when they unlock it. Like yeah. it's going to be, I'm going to, I'm going to let some other people kind of go out there yeah. and kind of see what happens. Um, and I literally hadn't had a haircut in six months anyway. So I don't care if we don't do that anyway. So. Right. Uh, yeah. I, I don't need barbers. <laughs> I'm not going to be rushing back to any of this. Um, I didn't do much non-essential retail shopping before coronavirus. So uh, that's not going to change much. The restaurants a lot, and then I and sporting. I do my own. Yeah, I do my own grooming, so I don't have to worry about a barber either. So very nice. I'm good. I'm good there. So I'm just letting the hair grow. Um, (laughs) Let's see what else was I going to ask. The the restaurant thing's a shame. Like I I want to see those reopen, but I, I get why they're not. So. Can I tell you that to go margaritas is a game changer? Like, oh my if you god! Have not, yes, if you have not done this, you are doing like quarantine wrong. Like, please <laughs> yeah. go out like as soon as this podcast is over and head up to your local uh, Mexican restaurant or eater favorite eatery that is doing to go alcohol and get yourself a to go margarita. Just exactly, it's. it's- uh, we had delivered margaritas the other day. Oh, uh, where did we go? What's the place on Fourth called? They, we, there's one on Hurstmore too. Um, oh, I don't remember. Mia, Mia oh, Mikosina. Yeah, yeah. Casino. We went to Mikosina. They and do they delivery had... margaritas. Yes, <laughs> that's pretty great. Oh, hello, <laughs> Friday night. <laughs> and uh, me and my wife were just like, "This is amazing!" <laughs> 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 Some driver dropped us off. Uh, 
um margaritas and it was like wow life should be like this uh, yeah game changer <laughs> because honestly <laughs> it's hard to make a margarita at home it really like, is you can make them but they're not going to be as good as what you can get in a, in a restaurant so um yeah although some people would disagree some people probably have amazing margarita recipes that i don't even know about well, um you have to have one of those really fancy blenders to like get that the ice and yeah. well i guess if you're doing well, I don't like the frozen. Um, I, I like uh, I like just on ice. The frozen margaritas I mean, give me a headache. Frozen, good. On the rocks, good. Like whatever tequila vehicle I'm getting, like it's fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like the salt. That's like the, the that's the one I like. So, um, so that's that's an awesome, awesome way to uh, spend quarantine. Uh, anyway, uh, <laughs> sports. We already talked about this a little bit. Um, Marty, what are you hearing about baseball and basketball? Well, you know, with baseball, we actually just did a story today on the bats and kind of what, how they're how they're doing. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we there was a, some rumors, actually a story or two, a news report came out citing sources that, you know, the minor league baseball season is probably going to get canceled now. Minor league baseball mm-hmm. has come out and refuted that, said that's not true. We don't. We have MLB was going to maybe expand its roster and yeah, take in so some know, minor league players. I know, so I know MLB has also been looking at maybe, you know, finding one location to do the games. You know, baseball in a um, bubble, as they call it. Yeah. So, oh, um, really? But who knows? <laughs> yes. I mean, that's that's just something they've been talking about. And the NBA is the same way. They're, you know, some of the players are like, and some of the executives that own the teams are like, let's just cancel the rest of the season. Uh, but I saw like LeBron James came out yesterday and said, oh, you know, we want to still play if we can figure this out and, you know, make it safe. So, you know, those are completely up in the air. I think everything is, you know, we got, we got loose city FC here too. And their, their season is there. It just started when this happened and, you know, they were getting mm-hmm. ready to move into their new soccer stadium. So all that's on hold. We don't know when we'll get to go mm-hmm. home game for them. Um, so yeah, it's really just a giant question mark. And, um, you know, obviously, these these sports leagues are going to lose tons and tons of money um, either way, I think. But, uh, you know, not being able to host the games, not being get that TV revenue, uh, yeah. it's going to be it's going to be pretty rough, especially if, you know, the entire MLB season is canceled, mm-hmm. or the NBA playoffs are canceled. And now they're even talking about they may have to relocate uh, or, rest- or start college football and NFL later in the year, like in, you know, the end of the year instead of in fall- early fall. I hadn't even thought about nfl yet so like wow you know because we're so early um i have this idea of bringing baseball back and hopefully this isn't monstrous but um you ever have an idea and you're like oh god i hope that isn't a terrible idea um (laughs) you know if if they like there's talk that they could play in arizona in the spring training complex where there's a lot of fields um maybe they could play and stay quarantined while they play, but then rotate um, like players a few weeks off during the season, which I know that would be weird uh, where they yeah. could get away from that and go visit their family for a couple of weeks or, or whatever, but mostly mm-hmm. stay quarantined while playing. But that's probably a terrible idea because I, I would feel sorry for them for having to well, uh, stay I quarantined like, away from their family. So I feel like out of all the sports balls, baseball is the easiest one to kind of like bring back because there's not a ton of contact, you know, it's not yeah, a there's contact more sport. distance between players. You know, yes. obviously if you get a man on first, the first right. baseman and the guy on first are standing right beside each other. 
Yeah. Um, but there is space between first and second and third and home. Yeah. You know, there's, and then you got the dugouts and the bullpens. So there's like content, a contact there. Um, yeah. It's, it's, and, it's pretty hard. But it's not hard. like when like someone's yeah. doing a jump shot in the it's NBA, not basketball you're sliding down his yeah. sweaty chest. Like. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, or, you know, you're getting That's the title of this by. episode, sliding down the sweaty chest. <laughs> you're welcome for that imagery, everyone. Like, yeah. there, you I don't were missing think that sports, there place. it is. <laughs> yeah. Oh. All right. What were you going to say, Marty? I, I believe it, I've lost my train of thought at this point, so I don't even know. <laughs> You're welcome. It went way off the rails. Um, train derailed. <laughs> um, what what I was gonna say is baseball does have a better chance of coming back, I think, because I mean you can um, you can space out a little more. Uh, I do worry about like the umpires and stuff because. You know, there's a lot of older people involved in baseball and, and the coaches, you know, people who would be in that at risk category. Uh, mm-hmm. Maybe the athletes would be just fine, you know, because they're all young and and stuff. But um, but I would worry about some of the you know people working around the sport. So there's something to worry about there. It's not just like a totally clean plan. <laughs> so oh, one thing, right. I mean, there's obvious risk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So one thing I wanted to bring up that's sports related is I've seen people use. Uh, the coronavirus and social distancing in particular to mock other to mock teams they hate. Um, so <laughs> like meaning like, like I like a good example would be like the Minnesota Vikings have been social distancing from a Super Bowl for decades. <laughs> that's, <great>. that's fabulous. <laughs> so uh, that's been this kind Kudos of weird, to whoever thought of that one. That's it's this weird subculture in like social media sports social media where they're just like coming up with these memes to make fun of teams they hate. It's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good. I haven't I haven't followed that, but uh, maybe I should. All right. Well, uh, I think we've gone too long. I think Marty actually had a meeting that started two minutes ago. So <laughs> yeah, I'm wrap that's this true. Show. <laughs> and we're like, it, will, will 11 be fine? Oh, yeah, that'll be fine. And here it is, yeah. like, slightly after 11 on Friday, and we're still talking. So, um, so anyway, I'm going to wrap it up um that's all we have for this week but before we sign off we'll go around the room and you guys can share your social media handles and say where people can find you online so they can uh send you funny sports memes um (laughs) marty i'll start with you uh yeah so um you can reach me or follow me and reach me on uh, twitter at bflu marty Uh, that's primarily where i'm at on social media and then i'm also on linkedin i'm just under my name so if you have a news tale feel free to share it in either one of those spots uh, or if you just want to send me crazy memes like you said so yeah uh brooke how about you so you can find me on twitter at at bf blue brooke um i'm not super active on twitter but um i do i check my messages and i you know i i glance around um on twitter from now um from time to time but um where i'm really active is on instagram and you can find me at at b timmons 26 um, and, uh, I'm going to be posting some of my favorite derby, uh, photos from our staff. Um, you know, oh, not fun. like, yeah. So I'm going to post some of those over, over the next couple of days just to, um, cause they're fun. They're fun to look at. We were talking about them yesterday. Uh, David, Marty and I were, um, and so I'm going to post some of those on, on Instagram and, uh, so you can check them out there. All right. And you can find me on Twitter at 
David and on Instagram at dman3001. Um, if you like what you hear, please consider subscribing to the Access Louisville podcast on popular podcast services such as Apple Podcasts, Google Podcast, Spotify, Stitcher, and Radio Public. Uh, reviews are also welcome to you like writing reviews. Uh, thank you very much, Brooke and Marty, and thank you guys for listening at home. And until next time, bye.